Hey, hey, Sedano LZ Cap with you here. Let's tackle one thing at a time here. First of all, congratulations to Travis and Sliwa. Very excited for Travis and Sliwa and figuring out if Sliwa knows even less about pop culture in the middle of the morning as opposed to when he's on at night. What do you think, LZ? Inconceivable. Yeah. 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 I mean, it probably is inconceivable. You sound a little far away today, LZ. I was just um, thinking that. I, I, I was um, Is your microphone on? Well, wait. Oh, you know what? Hold on one second. Can you barely hear me? Yes. I was, the wrong microphone was near my face. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had your podcast microphone. I had my podcast microphone, and they're both like the exact same microphone, and I was not paying attention. How, there, am I closer now? Much better. All right. Let's start all over again. Yay, Travis Lewa! Woo! Yay. Yay. Um, Scott, you've known Sliwa for a really long time, more than any of us here, right? He's even further away than I was. Yeah. Do I sound do I sound far away? Yeah. No, really? you sound good. No, you sound good. Oh, you sound good. LZ, you didn't answer when I asked. Darn it, but. LZ. Um, yeah, but Sliwa, I'm telling you guys, it's a great story because I'm, this has to be, I'm telling you guys, 15 years ago, maybe even just a little longer. Sliwa is like a young kid fresh out of school and wants to get into radio, and his foot in the door is he's going to Hey, wait, 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 wait. Is this yeah. one of those casting couches stories? Because we don't do those anymore because of the Me Too thing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, those, those went way out the window. Those, okay. I'm just making sure this story's yeah. on the up and up, Cap. Yeah. Is, this, yeah, yeah. is it one of those? No, no, yeah. it's not. But those are some of my favorites, by the way. When okay. I'm by myself and I'm doing things that I don't want people to see, those I love that storyline oh, okay. the casting yeah. couch. Right. Okay, all right, yeah. right. Carry on, carry anyway. on. Yeah, but he's a, but listen, I'm just telling you, Slee was just a young guy fresh out of school, wanted to get into radio and was willing to do anything, so he took a sales job. And right. all these and I remember when he when he left San Diego and said, I'm going to LA, Cap, and I said, Good luck, Slee. And I literally stayed in touch with the kid the entire time and to see what he's done to get on the air and now become the voice of the Laker fan. Yeah. It's freaking awesome. And to get to get these guys on the air in the in the mid morning is so good for the station. So right on, guys. I agree, because you got Key, and then you got Travis and Slee, and then you've got uh, Max, and then Mason Ireland, and then us, and then we're rolling. You know what I mean? That feels good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I agree. Uh, so, yes, I was slaving uh, yesterday over uh, a stove. Now, not making arroz con pollo, uh, Christopher, okay. uh, w- <laughs> what I was making. Uh, I made breakfast, and uh, I made dinner, too. Um, so, breakfast. you. I can hear. I can literally hear you pat yourself on the back as you're, as you're saying it. Well, I was just surprised I was able to do both. I'm like, damn, how does she do this every day? Um, so I, I made breakfast. I got the kids up early. They were really no help. They just sat there. Um, and uh, so I made uh, omelets with a little, uh, you know, a little mozzarella inside, a little nice. prosciutto. Oh, prosciutto. Uh, you know, and, uh, and then some pancakes. We had regular pancakes. We had chocolate chip pancakes. And then, of course, bacon. You need bacon on breakfast for breakfast. Um, so, but we make our bacon in the toaster oven. It's uh, it's actually very nice and neat that way. You bake it so that it's drier and it's not so greasy. You don't have to mat it down with a paper towel afterwards. No, you still mat saying? it down with a paper towel. But you, what you do is you don't have to worry about it curling, and you don't have to worry about like the 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 uh, grease popping in your face yeah. on a pan. Yeah, uh, it does all that inside the toaster oven, and then when it's done, I can pull it out. Uh, and then I just wipe down the tray. You know, mm-hmm. that's just kind of how it works. Wait, wait, um, wait. And then you, for- you, don't, you don't save the bacon grease? 
Uh, I mean, we have the bacon grease. You use it. I, I haven't used bacon grease since I was a child. Okay, like um, I don't use it anymore. Don't feel like it's as super healthy as I probably did when my parents and grandma specifically was using it. Uh, you know, in in Spanish we call. I mean, it's basically lard, LZ. At that but point, but if you don't you know, have so any bacon grease, what do you put on the in the jar that sits in the middle of your stove? Well, we don't have one of those jars anymore. Uh, my grandma used to have the jar, and my mom even gave up the jar, to be honest with you, very ma- many years ago now at this point. What was oh, the I'm jar so used for? I grew up in a kosher oh, house. Oh, you reused the oil. Oh, because I, listen, I, I grew up in a kosher house. There was no bacon. Right. Well, there, well, right. There yeah, was no ham. Yeah. You, don't, you didn't have, like, meat and cheese mixed on the table. You had to have one set of silverware was for meat, and one set was for dairy. So having bacon in the house was foreign. So what was the grease? You, you kept the grease? You kept the grease because it was seasoned oil. Mm-hmm. And then you could use that and repurpose it for other things. Like, I don't know about other households, but I doubt you could walk five steps past my house growing up in Detroit and not find another household that had that grease sitting in the middle of their stove. <laughs> So, so that's just kind of what I was used to. So when he said he wiped away the Mother's Day grease, I was yeah. like, oh, man, that might be better than any other day's kind of grease. But I get what you're saying. It's not that healthy. Carry on. It's not. It's not. You know, it's manteca. You know what I mean? Like, it's not uh, It's not so good for you. Um, but the – so we did that. And then in the evening, um, I went and bought uh, stone crab claws uh, mm-hmm. at the seafood uh, – uh, grocery store the seafood market um and uh and then what do we have we had crab cakes we we bought those at like regular routes or whatever um you, know, you just froze just regular crab just cakes fry, you fry them up uh, they come in a pack you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, that wasn't that fancy um and then uh and then i cooked uh i grilled some ribeyes so there you go look at that yeah. wow heavy duty mother's day yeah and i bought a little cake and everything there you go so i didn't actually make the cake though i bought that thing well, very okay. nice you're forgiven yeah, listen, me nice. forgiving you. I saw I saw Mama Granderson's dress. That was nice. Nice picture on Instagram. Very nice picture. You know, my mother, as as you know, George and and Cap. If if you know the Lord willing, you too will be blessed to be reprimanded by my mother. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> but she she's never been one to lack in hell yeah. And so <laughs> when she came out mid thigh, I was like, you know what? I, I, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. I, what what am I going to say, right? Because I I look at her and I go, well, isn't that the goal, right? Like to be in your seventies and still think if you want to, you can bring all the boys to the yard. Mm-hmm. Like so, I was like, you know what? You go ahead and live your best life, Mama. You go right on ahead. Here, get some shea butter from the knees, though. <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice picture. You know, I felt very conflicted yesterday because I saw your picture, LZ, with your mom. Mm -hmm. And I thought, do I put up a picture of my mom? Okay, I would like to. Am I supposed to put up a picture of my girlfriend who's a mom? I'd like to do that too. Am I then going to hear from my sister who's a mom that I didn't put up? Like, I just got conflicted through all of the different moms that I thought I was supposed to post. No, 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 no. What do you do? Help me. No, no, no. Sedona, would you like to take this one? No, you just put up pictures of each of them, don't you? I was going to say, once you put up a picture of your mama, all the only women in your life just bow down and just hush up. Well, there's that too, but I think if, if you want to do that, I mean, mom, your mom is always, the to LZ's point, the get-out-of-jail-free card. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
on posting a picture. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's really up to you. You know right. what I'm saying? And that person, whether they're okay with it or not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like mom doesn't trigger the avalanche. It's the other women that you would post that would trigger the avalanche because mom is singular. You can post her, keep it moving, no one's thinking anything. But as soon as you post and put a message to your sister, you damn right your girlfriend's gonna be like, um, Hello? I'm a mother. Yeah. Because that's a different tier in terms of, you know, the, the hierarchy of the females in your life. Right. So what I did was I just decided not to do any. <laughs> <laughs> It was a big mistake, LZ. I saw the picture of your you mom didn't on tell your Insta. You, wait, wait. Is your mother still alive? Yes, thank goodness. And you didn't post a picture of your mother? I know. like, And I feel like such a schmuck, you know? Like, am I supposed to? Oh, Should my I? God. Do I have to do more than her? Did I? You know she's on Facebook scrolling right now. Yeah, it probably is. I'm going to do like a happy belated. Or isn't today considered... A happy belated is worse. No, lie oh, to is. her. Tell yeah. her she just didn't see it. Oh, okay. Yes, I can do that. I can totally yeah. convince her of that. Yes. Right, George? Right, George? Yeah. Just, just, just lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not listening to the show, is she? No, nah, I don't think so. Right. Anyway, you know, she's in Boca Del Vista Phase 4 down in Delray Beach, darling. So, you yeah. know, this is All retirement right. land in South Florida. So I'm All safe. Right. Uh-oh, nice. wait, wait. There's a text message from Laura. Okay. Um, I didn't either. Don't feel bad, Cap. Oh, thank I you, Laura. I didn't either. George, did you? What? I'm just post kidding. a picture of your mom. Uh, I did not post a picture of mom, um, oh, but I didn't have uh, an ability. I mean, I guess I could have posted an old picture, but I was assuming to post like a recent picture. But what was I going to post? A picture of us FaceTiming each other? <laughs> I've seen that. I don't know. That just feels weird. And then my mom would be like, why'd you take a picture of that? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. And you get the chancla from like Miami and stuff. Right. 3,000 yeah. mile boomerang. You exactly. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my mom does not like pictures. So that's why I couldn't post a picture of her. Got it. I was ah. like, you get two Mexican mother, you get two Mother's Day. So you're, you're good. Right. Is today Mexican Mother's Day? Yeah. We celebrate it on, on May 10th. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. See, see, I can still get away with that with my mother. You tell should. Her, I just tell her, hey, I waited for Mexican Mother's Day. There you go. There you go. Very good. My mother calls me, and she always pulls this number on me. She goes, hey, do you remember your friend from high school? And I'll, like, go, and I'll go, no, not really. And she go, I go, why, Ma? And she goes, well, you know, her father died. I just thought you'd like to know that. And it, that, that's really, really what my mother calls me to do, is to tell me the obituary section of the local paper. It might be a generational thing, because my mom would do the same thing. <laughs> She has to remind me of the mother to then tell me about her mother's friend's sister who may be back in the hospital again. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like going, that's way too many different degrees of separation for you to earnestly think that I'm going to have an emotional response to this news. What is happening here? Uh, do you George, know, is this so your household so too? So or is it just us? <laughs> No, it's mine too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all kind of the same that way, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, funny, man. So that's what funny. was the third thing Chris said? So it was it was Sliwa, it was Mother's Day, and then there was what else? He was what saying else? that Mason was blaming you. Oh, blaming oh, me. Right. Fair oh, enough. that's easy that's to be the cop out. He's been listen, Mason, you've been here how long has Steve Mason been here, Greg? Twenty some years. How many mm. championships did the Dodgers win while he was here? 
I think it's zero. One. 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 How many championships have they won since I've been here with LZ at this station? And Scott, for that matter? That'd be one each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Go suck it. All right? (laughs) Oh, suck it. Wow. That's one thing you can do with that baseball bat. Listen, here's the thing. He's got to find someone else to take this weight. Mm -hmm. Because watching the Dodgers right now. They're terrible. It's taxing. And he can't bear this alone. So he brought you in to help him out because it is hard right now. I've been as optimistic. This woman, I meant to tell you guys this. This woman here came up to me without her mask, and she was like asking me, why are you wearing that mask? And I said to her, because I'm a Dodgers fan, (laughs) it didn't dawn on me that she was upset. That I was wearing a mask. Why are you wearing that mask? Take and that the mask first off. thing you came to mind was I should be ashamed right now to be a Dodger because they're playing so poorly. They are playing so bad. Uh, I mean, uh, what in the hell is so happening? And it's from a variety of different ways. Yeah. Right? It's almost they're... like they're doing it on purpose. Oh, dude, yeah. they're terrible right now. Five and 15 in the last 20 games. They can't hit. They can't field. They can't pitch. They can't relieve. They can't stay healthy. They can't do anything right and to lose two out of three to the Angels. That All Dodger fans look down on the Angels. Oh, the Angels, they're terrible. They're horrible. And to lose two out of three, to lose five series in a row. Dodgers are, this is, listen, You can all, everybody can feel confident. Oh, fine, they'll be fine. Um, they've let everybody else in on this when they could have run away with it by, by early May. Greg, Just by playing 500. Greg, what's the story there, man? It's just You're still not enough. blaming the umpires, are you? No, I, I was never blaming the umpires. I was saying it changed the approach. You didn't listen. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I guess. You're telling like you you're blaming the umpires to me. Oh, what, you want some salad dressing with that word salad you just spun there, Matthew? Yes, seriously. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But anyways, I, it's, they're just really bad right now. The, the thing is, they're getting on base. They just can't get the hits. And there's not hard contact. It's all soft contact, which is really the frustrating part for me. So let's revisit something that Cap brought up. That... I think at the time I might have been yelling at him if something wasn't paying attention. But anyway, it's really, really smart. And that is the impact of Cody Bellinger. Or shall we say, not having Cody Bellinger. It's hard to argue with the numbers. You know, it it really is tough what we looked like when we had him and what we've looked like since. And I understand some of the losses that we've, you know, have had had happen is because of pitching, right? Like Kershaw couldn't get out of the first inning and things like that. But by and large, is what you're talking about, Greg, and that is missing these scoring opportunities. Guys on base, and we can't get them across. We can't get a solid hit. We know one thing for sure about Cody. He's a danger every time he's up there. And just having that one more person to fear might make the opposing pitcher flinch just a little bit, if not for him, for the next guy. And it feels like something did go when he went out. And it also felt like there was a lot at the beginning of it's not a big deal kind of injury, and yet it's got to be at least 20-plus games already that he's been out. So it started out as, well, it's not really that big of a deal to he's been out for a long time. And, and listen, there's been balls in the outfield that have been dropped that he certainly you would have thought made these plays 99% of the time, take the bat out of the lineup, take the leadership out of the, the clubhouse. Um, I just think that there's a lot there that, that Bellinger's not, not in. And, and, you know, we say about the Lakers, well, that's not the Lakers against Portland. Um, 
well, that is the Lakers right now against Portland. This was the Lakers last night against Phoenix, which was a really incredible performance by AD. But the whole team is not there is my point. Gregory, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I, I'm. Just, it's it's bad right now. It's gonna. It's all gonna work out eventually. Those guys that are getting on base are going to get hits. They're gonna start bringing them in, and by the time we get to the end of the season, they will be right there and gonna be the best team in baseball as they should be. You know, I agree. long season. I agree, but I will just say one thing that what they've you done. Can't. Is, we got to wrap. I know, exactly. but by playing, the clock, clock is blown up. All right. Well, they right. they should have been blowing people out. Instead, they've let everybody back in. Yeah. Greg, were you were you thrown off when I said uh, when I asked you another question after you said to rap? Is that what happened? <laughs> a, a little bit. You gave me like a bo- like who was Bob Euchre's uh, um, dynamite drop in money? Yeah, dynamite, <laughs> dynamite drop in money, and that broadcast school's really paid off. And also, by the way, this is it's Mason to, to this point is that with Cody Bellinger that you guys were talking Wait, about. Were we supposed to rap or not? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Ah, I got more stuff to say. Ah, I can say more stuff too. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Let's stuff, all just break and stop talking. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. At 4.15 in the next, well, probably later now because we're breaking late because of Greg. But in the next segment, <laughs> in the next segment, we are going to give away a Kobe Bryant book, The Mamba Mentality, How I Play. Uh, we're going to play Kobe Trivia. So if you want to line up right now to win the book, hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. We'll do that next. Plus, we'll actually get into the Lakers, which actually had a, Decent showing here yesterday. All that coming up in just a moment. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, Don LZ and Cap with you here. All right, we're going to do the uh, Kobe Bryant trivia here in just a second, but in the interim. Um, hey, good news. Anthony Davis looks like Anthony Davis again, even though they lost the one uh, the other night on Friday. But they he looked great last night, and they won. They sure looked- did. There is a final countdown. Yeah, they looked like they were on the final countdown. Well, we got yeah, well, four, games, four left. games left. Yeah. Four games left. Yeah. Now, when I looked at it, 4-0 is not out of the question. When I looked at who we had left, 4-0 is not out of the question. 3-1 and one is not an impossibility. 2-2 two and two would be a shock. When I look at who we got left, and if AD is going to rock and roll like – the AD we traded for, the one who had stretches of saying, nah, y'all can't hold me. That dude shows up for the last four and rumor has to be getting Braun back against the Knicks. Yeah. All right, now. Get that bacon grease off the top of that stove. Like I said, we're about to cook. So with Portland. <laughs> we are about to cook, huh? Yeah. With Portland. Since they have the lead on them, I have the exact numbers here because Trudell tweeted it out the other day. Hold on. I have it here. Ah, here we go. Here are the scenarios between the Lakers and the Blazers. If Portland um, goes 4-0 and or 3-1, and they lock it up regardless of the results. So really, as much as the Lakers can go 4-0 LZ, 
it may not matter if the Blazers just go three and one. Did you see who the Lakers got? Who the Portland Blazers have? Uh, yeah, it's not super easy. No, it's super hard actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the chances of them going three and one versus us going three and one, I got them going one and three. You got them going one and three. All right. One so for those that don't know, the Lakers are playing the Knicks. They're playing the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Pelicans in their last game. And the Blazers are playing Houston, Utah, Phoenix, and Denver. So their last three are tough. Um, but basically – Utah, Phoenix, and Denver? Yeah, but e- even if, the- if Portland goes 2-2, two and two, the Lakers would have to go 4-0. Right. Like, right. that's it. Like, the Lakers have to go undefeated, and Portland has to go 2-2. Two, two and two. Right, but we only have one playoff-bound team that we're facing. Right, but my, my point is this. Portland can go two and two in that stretch. Like you don't, you think they're gonna lose? You think they're gonna lose three? I said one and three. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting Denver, now that we're having Utah. a look, though. Like we actually have to look at what Portland's gonna do. Right. You no. Know, versus... You know why? Right. But Denver may sit everybody in that last game. Then what? If we'll they've see. already locked themselves in. We'll see. We'll, Point we'll is, see. is is that everybody said it doesn't really matter what our playoff positioning is. And now that reality is starting to set in that it's looking more and more like the Lakers are going to have to play their way in. And I think LeBron taking off these last few games was the smartest thing he could have done. I think he, I think he came back, realized it was too quick, and knew that if he kept trying, he was going to get hurt worse, need to fix it as best he can now. As far as Anthony Davis last night, I don't know about you guys, you tell me. I haven't seen him look that good since maybe the playoffs last year when he hit that game-winning shot. Like, I really can't remember any time this season where he looked as good as he did last night, where he looked like, okay, everybody, it's, it's on me, and I'll take that, and I will be, back to last Friday, I will be that dude right now. That's who he looked like last night. You guys tell me, can you remember a time he's played this well since last season? I mean, LZ, you inspired him. I don't know if I inspired him. I don't know if everyone else inspired him because I solely, I certainly wasn't the only person questioning why hasn't he had one of those these games be- yet, right? Questioning why he hasn't just taken over and led, why LeBron was, was ailing. And I'm sure he heard somebody, you know. So I'm not going to sit up here and say it was me, but I was not a solo artist in this course. There were... <laughs> There were many of us wondering, where the hell are you, dog? And he heard us and he answered. Right. And yep. now we just need him to just stay there. Stay yeah. there. Okay. And Alex Caruso said it after the game. You know, that was really the thing that I thought was interesting is Caruso saying, hey, we've heard it. Okay. So, listen, where have they heard it? Have they heard it here? Have they heard it, you know, national pundits? Have they, have they heard it on ESPN? Wherever they heard it, they were hearing it. That people were saying, Lakers are not going to have enough time to put this thing together. So as everybody was chirping around them, as Caruso said after the game, they were hearing it. And they played inspired last night. They did. They played great, I thought, for sure. They played – that's as complete a game as they've had in a minute. Uh, and, look, I, I told you on Friday, I like their chances against Phoenix and Utah, and it looks like they may have, they're going to avoid the Clippers in the first round, and that would be the only time I would be really worried about the Clippers because, as you mentioned, Scott, and we're going to go to the game here in a second, you know, LeBron still getting his sea legs back would be challenging against that team that has two guys that, can throw, uh, that they can throw at LeBron particularly. So, yeah, I, 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 I do like the way this potentially could shake out, even in the play-in scenario. All right, speaking of playing in, you can play your way into winning – a Kobe Bryant book, The Mamba Mentality, How I Play, 
And everyone who wins the book, if you win, okay, uh, like one of these books like today, you will qualify to win an autographed Kobe basketball that we've got. Now, Greg, when are we giving away that Kobe basketball? We'll be doing it on Friday. Okay, nice. so you go. On Friday on this show? Yes. Okay, show. just curious because it could be on another, another show. Yep, uh, well, we're right. both. Mason Ireland and us are both giving away. Okay, so there you have it. See, so that's you how lied to us. We weren't exclusive. Yeah, you see? Never said the words exclusive, LZ. Oh, man. man. No wonder she's mad at you. Yeah, she is. Exactly. Oh, um, all right. So anyhow, let's go to the phones. Uh, Jerry is in Bloomington. Jerry, how are you? Hello, Jerry. Jerry, hey, how about you guys? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. I'm uh, doing great. I, how about you guys? I'm good. All right. So you ready for this? Yes, I am. What high school did Kobe Bryant attend? What high school? Uh, Lower Marion. That's correct. All right. You put him back on hold. We're gonna do this. We're gonna see who gets the most here. All right, let's go to the next one. You got him on hold, right, Laura? Yes. Okay. Muhammad in San Diego. Muhammad, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Who did Kobe take to his senior prom? Randy. All right, correct. Put him on hold. Very good. Okay. Next one. We've got uh, Dan in Huntington Beach. Dan, are you ready? Yes. Sam, but yes. Oh, sorry, Sam. All right, Sam. Uh no, it's Sam, right. what year did Kobe Bryant get drafted? 96. That's correct. Put him on hold. All right. So here's what we're going to do. That's good. Uh, we've got a couple more here. Alex in Los Angeles. Alex. Yes, sir. Uh, what country did Kobe Bryant move to when he was six years old? Italy. That's correct. Wow. How many more people? Nobody's going to get anything wrong. People got, man. All right. Let's do one more. Man. Very Oscar good. And pa- Oscar and Paramount. And then we'll go to the next round and then on the next segment. We'll skip the, our game. Go ahead. Uh, Oscar, are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes, I'm ready. Uh, let me see here. What is his dad and mom's name? Uh-oh. I get the hard one, huh? Yep. I mean, somebody's got to get him. I mean, yes. did you get one of them at least? Nah. I mean, one of them is no. easy. Not even dad. All right, see you later. All right, there we go. So who do we have here? We're going to have Jerry, Muhammad, Dan, right? Or Sam, I'm sorry, and Alex, right? Those are we had, Laura, yes. on hold? Yes? No? Yes, yes. Those okay, are the four. so those four. Those four will do it on the other side, and they will battle it out for this Kobe Bryant book. Again, whoever gets this book is qualified to win the Kobe Bryant autographed basketball that we're going to give away on this show on Friday. All right, we're going to play this game, and if we have time for overrated, underrated, properly rated, we'll play that as well. 710 ESPN, back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so we're going to give away this Kobe book. So here's what we got. We got four people here. We got Muhammad. We got Jerry. We got Sam. We got Alex. And we're just going to play this last man standing. Um, LZ, do you have a favorite uh, in this race? Are you, are, you, are you betting on either Muhammad, Jerry, Sam, or Alex? Uh, who's the tallest? <laughs> I don't know. It's radio. 
Oh, I can't do it without all the information. Uh, I like right, Muhammad. Give me, give me Muhammad. I like Muhammad's chances. Okay, I, I want Muhammad My too. gut tells me Muhammad. Okay, yeah. all right, look at that. Muhammad. So a lot of pressure on Muhammad now. Uh, Muhammad, you are first because there's a lot of pressure on you, okay? Thank you. All right. Don't so thank Laura, us hit yet. The, Laura, hit the music. All right, so here we go. Come on, First Muhammad. question. Muhammad, pressure's on. Kobe was drafted out of high school. If he had gone to college, which school did he state he would have chosen? Duke. Ooh, that's correct. Put that man on hold. Look at that. Muhammad. That's you guys Muhammad. are on the right that's horse right. here. If the All right, man next wants to be called Muhammad Ali, damn it, respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. There you Let's go. Let's go to Jerry next. Jerry, are you there? I'm here, yeah. Okay. On draft night, what team drafted Kobe Bryant? Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. That's correct. Put that man on hold. All right, crushing. we go to Sam now at Huntington Beach. Sam. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's what see. color socks was Kobe wearing when no, he got man. married? Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, real fan, you would know. Colors, Co- Kobe set <laughs> a record by hitting how many three-pointers in one game in 2003? Nine. That's incorrect. Sorry, Nine. Sam. Oof. All right, let's go to Alex. Should I give him the same question or yeah, should I give him a different knows. one? Yeah. Do I give him the wedding socks question too? Or no? no, this one. Co- okay. Kobe set a record by hitting how many three-pointers in one game in 2003? Alex. I would say 12. That's correct. Woohoo! Wow. wow. Alex, put that man on hold. All right, we go to another round here. All right. All right, uh, Muhammad is back. Muhammad, pressure's still on you, okay? Yeah. Okay. Kobe Bryant's father, Joe Bryant, played for the Philadelphia 76ers, the Houston Rockets, and what other NBA team? Oh, let's go on. Um, <clears throat> Kansas City? That's incorrect. Sorry, Muhammad. You guys bet on the wrong horse. Yeah, well, unless yeah, the other I'm two guys meet you out back, Muhammad. I'm going to meet yeah, you yeah. out back, dog. Unless the other two. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, you there? there? All right. Yes, Kobe's father, Joe, played for the Sixers, the Rockets, and what other NBA team? Uh, the Clippers. That's correct. Ooh. Wow, Jerry. So now we're back down to Jerry and Sam. Sam in Huntington Beach. Sam, are you there? Sam. Hello. Oh, oh no, it's Alex. My bad, my bad, my bad. Alex, Alex, my bad. Alex, you got yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, let me see. Get it right let and survive. See. Get it wrong and it's over. All right, what season did did Kobe change his jersey number from 8 to 24? Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to just say 2008. No, that is incorrect. But wait, wait. It's last man standing, right? He's got to be right. gone. That's it? That's just so how he, it works? That, that's, yeah, he was the other guy. Uh, it's yeah. Jerry is the so last Jerry man standing. Jerry wins. Jerry, do you want to answer it? Yeah, you're the last man standing. That is the rules I created. I can't change it. Uh, <laughs> I want to see if you could keep going. Although toe others toe. have tried. But uh, they, but you you were first, and you got he got the question after you wrong. So do you want to try it just for bleeps and giggles? What season did he change his jersey uh, from for, 8 to 24? Uh, for bleeps and giggles, I'm going to say uh, it was right before. Two, uh, I'm going to say 2000. And five. Close. Oh, it was so 2006. Close. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter. Ten you still win. Ten. ten and yeah. ten. No, it was 2006. No, ten and ten. Ten years one, ten years the other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, congratulations. You win the book and you're qualified to win 
the uh, autograph basketball on Friday, okay? Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Jerry. Right on, man. Sit tight. Laura will take care, or Greg or somebody will take care of his information. Look at that. That was fun. Yeah, I could do works. a game show. Hey, Jeopardy, if you're still looking for somebody. Didn't lie, man. Isn't that sweet of a gig? I would be intimidated. It really is, man. You I would take be so that. intimidated. I, no, dog, listen. All right, here's the deal. First of all, I know I'm, I'm pretty good at reading a prompter, okay? Like, I'm not okay. bad at that. Um, and, you know, I can be snarky as hell. You know, can like, you I, be you know. Alex, though? No, I don't need to be Alex because there's already been, like, too many people trying out between Alex now. You're never going to be Alex. You just have to bring your own flavor. It's kind of like, uh, what's his face when he took over the Price is Right? Uh, what's the, the Drew guy? Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. You bring your own flavor to it. Well, oh, man. I don't know. I don't um, know, man. Like Steve Harvey brought his own flavor to Family To the Family Feud. feud and it yeah, was. but it was a long break. He didn't yeah, just there was up and break. just do it. Well, mm. that's when you ask, is it such a sweet gig? Let me ask you, when was the last time you actually really watched Jeopardy? Because for me, it's been a long, long, long time. So while I know everybody wants it, Joe Buck and Aaron Rodgers, and everybody else says they want the gig, um, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to get it because I'm sure it pays well, but but I don't know that anybody really watches, do they? Well, but here, oh no, that's not true. Tons of people I mean, they watch must it. Watch, first, I guess. First of all, it's in syndication. All right, so there you go. So basically, like almost every ABC affiliate in the country airs it, either at 7 p.m. or or 7:30. So you're going to like my wife watches it every night. As she's making, you know, she's cooking and making stuff for the kids and making dinner for us, she has it on. Like, I, we'll be done with the show. I'll walk in there. Jeopardy is on. There are people, I know plenty of people that just have it on as background noise and occasionally will glance at it. And then occasionally somebody goes viral and does something funny or silly or goofy and people know it's still there. That's funny because I never have it on because be, at that time of night between like 7 and 8 p.m. You're watching games. There's a game on, yeah. Right, yeah. I love watching it. I learn stuff. Yeah. I don't watch it regularly, but I glance at it when it's on in the living room or whatever. The the nerd in me was like going, oh, I should have knew that one. Right. So there you go. But I would take it. You film for like six to eight weeks, dude, and you're you're good the rest of the year. I don't know, man. That's a great gig. I don't know. All right, fine. You guys convinced me. Okay, I'll take you guys. You convinced yeah. me. Elsie, you would be great at it, actually. No, 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 no. I mean, you'd know the answers to a lot of those things. I'd have to fake it. Trust me, I fake it too, man. Yeah. Once like once they get into like the thousand dollars and stuff and double jeopardy, then yeah, I, I tap out. I think Alex Trebek was faking it also, with respect to the departed, of course. Well, well he didn't know every answer, that's for sure. Of no, but he yes, made you he believe did. that How he did. How dare you? He knew it all. He made you believe he did, that's for sure. Man, he was so good. He was so, so good, man. Um, so, so anyway, good. so here here's what we'll do. Since we gave that away, um. I uh, I'm ready for a new game. Like I think I love that music. I feel like we should do. Somebody needs to hire me to do a game show. Hollywood, if you're 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 out there, Hollywood execs, if you're driving on the 110 somewhere, you know I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, Laura can produce it. She already made the music. Yeah, so there you go. Look at that. This is gonna be a dual Latino tag team uh, situation. Here. Laura, no comment issues. here. May have some copyright issues on that music. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I found it. Whatever. She found <laughs> it. But, but no hers. comment here. Like like Georgia. What did you call me that day? When I was talking about the Rams draft house and I was saying that they should do a reality show and it was a great idea. Oh, you want and, me to say you want me to say thirsty? Is that what it is? Thirsty. Yeah. I mean that sounds yeah. thirsty to me. I mean 
Does well, but he? that's like a once-in-a-lifetime gig, Jeopardy, not just being in the Rams Malibu house. <laughs> Who gives a rat's ass about that? Well, you know, it's like, just an no idea. Offense. I mean, it was I mean, a pretty good idea, if you ask me. I mean, it's a fine you idea, but I don't need to be – I can drive to Malibu, you know, every, any day of the week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just got to fight traffic, but I can get there. I you can't host Jeopardy every day of the week. Yeah, but can you draft a wide receiver when you get there, huh? That's special. I mean, if they asked me to, I could. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I watch a lot of college football. So. <laughs> you'll be you'll be good at Jeopardy, I guess. Good, yeah. Sports Jeopardy is the easiest game. Have you ever seen Dan Patrick host Sports Jeopardy Only on a the couple NBC of times. Sports Network? Yeah, it not, is so easy. Like I'll sit there and get every answer and go, I can't get any answers on regular Jeopardy. Sports Jeopardy, easy, very oh, easy. Yeah, because you know sports, right? Oh, uh, so. All right, listen. Coming up next, we're going to play overrated, underrated, properly rated because we haven't actually played and we need to play it. We'll be back in two and a half minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, we're going to start with birthdays today, and I actually want to start with Laura. Laura, are you ready to go? Oh, shoot. I know. Throw me in the hot seat. Go for it. Yes. All right, so for the birthdays, I got Young MC, Ellen Ochoa, and Keenan Thompson. Overrated, underrated, and properly rated. Okay, for sure underrated, Ellen Ochoa. Overrated, Keenan Thompson. Oh, (gasps) damn, girl. Properly rated. I'm going to need a minute. (laughs) Uh, Who else was it? (laughs) Young MC. Young Young MC. MC. Oh, you know what? No. Young MC properly. No, no, no. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yep. Properly rated Young MC, overrated Keenan, and underrated Keenan Thompson. I'm clutching my pearls right now. I had to go buy some to clutch. (laughs) I did all that while she was disrespecting the great. Oh, no, he's awesome. But someone got to be it, okay? I know, but Keenan Thompson versus Young MC. Keenan Thompson, I don't know if he's got the longest run in the history of SNL, but it's got to be darn near close because, man, he has been on SNL forever. And I think he's very underrated versus Young MC, Bust a Move, one song totally overrated, which puts Ellen Ochoa right there at properly rated for me. I don't know about that. Um, LZ, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'm still upset at Laura. Right okay, now. sure. No I'm going to say Keenan is properly rated. Um, Ellen Ochoa is underrated. And Young MC in this unfortunate scenario, as much as I like Young MC, product of USC, shout out. Uh, is going to be overrated in this particular spot. All right. All right. Fine. Eleanor Choi is underrated. Kenny Thompson is properly rated. Young MC, overrated. Boom. I'm still upset, I'm still upset with you, Laura. I'm just... <laughs> I mean, All right, what's next, right. Greg? <laughs> All right, LZ, we'll start with you. Sebastian Stan, who is the Winter Soldier, and yes. Lily James, who is an actress in Baby Driver and a whole bunch of other things, mm-hmm. are in the new Pam Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee show. 
and they look exactly <laughs> like them. If you've looked at the pictures, they're so close, it's insane. It will this show will this show be overrated, underrated, or properly rated based on that? I think it will be properly rated. That's some credible talent right there. Sebastian Stan is so much more than the Winter Soldier. I got a chance to see him now in a few movies where he's almost like you can't even recognize him because of the weight gain or weight loss or whatever. So I was really interested in seeing what else he was capable of. And I guess this is it. So I'm going to say it's going to be properly rated because they're starting off on a good foot by having legitimate actors portray the two. Wow. I really, I just Googled the pictures and I wasn't sure who was who as I looked at them side by side. I actually had to look at them and went, which one is Tommy Lee and which one is Pam? When does this show start and what, who's carrying? Because I got to see this. I got to see this. So I'm going to go with properly rated. You got good actor, good actress in roles that you might not consider them and that kind of seem hard to play. So properly rated for me, but I want to see it. Does anybody know when this is starting? Because I want to see this. Uh, I don't have the exact date on it. It's Let on Hulu. See. Here it yeah, is it is on Hulu. Hulu. So it should be coming soon, but wow. I don't have the exact date. If oh, I okay. find it, I'll let you know. Yeah, but yeah, they they look insanely... Um, you know, similar to them, obviously. Uh, yeah. By the way, Nick Offerman is in this. Uh, I mentioned the other day. Seth Rogen is in this. Andrew Dice Clay. I I, be- I believe it's going to be properly rated just because it's got an incredible cast. Um, so I- I'm I'm going to watch it just just because of the cast. To be honest with you, I wonder who Dice plays. I mean, uh, I a... think Dice plays some Does sort he play of OJ or something. No, he doesn't play OJ. Um, he plays some sort of uh, some sort of mob-ish kind of guy. Is oh, really? My understanding. Yeah. yeah, perfect yeah. for him. So, right, exactly. All right, what's next? Love dice. All right, we've talked about Ben Affleck sending a video on Raya to a woman's DMs. Well, the other day, Matthew Perry of Friends fame did the same thing. Chrissy Teigen then came out and said that m- this move by the two is creepy and desperate. So, George, <laughs> is Tegan's response to the actors overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Okay, so repeat the beginning of that again. Yeah, okay, who is, she re- who is she saying is being desperate here? Ben Affleck and Matthew Perry. And what did you call it? Raya. Raya? Raya, I believe, is the name of the app that yes. they were using. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because um, I've got another Ben Affleck story, and he doesn't need no Raya anymore. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, well, that's not even, that might not be happening either. He just told me that. Who just told you, Ben? No, Greg. <laughs> oh. Well, how does Greg I was going to say, damn, girl. TMZ. <laughs> Who needs Perez Hilton? We got you. Phyllis you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was like, I didn't know I didn't he's sliding into your together. DMs too. Um, I didn't think they were back together to begin with. Um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I would say overrated. Cap. Um, I'm going to say completely overrated because this is starting to get creepy. This whole thing about guys doing stuff in these DMs when you're super famous like this. I'm going way overrated. The response is underrated. Yeah, I was That's, like, Cap, you mean yeah. underrated. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I mean, I, I'm talking about overrated as in the entire process of those two and what's happening No, no, here. it's the like, Chrissy Teigen no, part of this whole yeah, thing. The, yeah, he asked Chrissy if her Teigen. response, what was her, to judge her response, and I'm judging her response as underrated because it's not being reported enough. More women, celebrity women, women of note, should be speaking out against those two because that's some creepy ass-ish to be doing that on that website that you think you can get away with just because you're famous. 
no regular oh, I person was referring would do that. to overrated as in their behavior is no, no. Like, the question like, is about them their, trying uh, to them trying to sneak into people's DMs is overrated. Like, dude, you shouldn't need to do that. Okay, her response. Yeah, her response is properly rated. Yeah, it's weird, man. I'm just I, the whole thing is weird. If you were if you were completely an anonymous regular civilian person and you did this, it would seem weird. Ultra famous people, it seems like five times more weird. Okay, one more, Greg, real quick. All right, so Pete Davidson has done very well for himself with the ladies, which we all know. He was on The Breakfast Club the other day, and he gave his secret to getting these ladies. He said, I just off the top, I'm like, hey, I'm nuts. Here's all my issues. Here's what I do. Here's the therapist. This is what happens. Is this secret way of doing things overrated, underrated, or properly rated Scott? It, oh, Okay, guard, George, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, it it only works because you're on SNL, bro. Most people ain't taking that kind of baggage on the first date, no offense. Facts. So I would say overrated. Right, Laura? Hell yeah, you tell me all that and be like, I'm out. Yeah, peace (laughs) out. What are you talking about? But there is something that's slightly underrated in that, like, authenticity and crazy honesty can sometimes have that Kaplan, reverse effect. let's do it this way. If, yeah. you, were, if you were meeting uh, your girlfriend, Rachel, for the first time, yeah. and the first time you met her, all she did was dump on all her problems, like not one conversation was anything but that, like you would have said, okay, I need to date this woman more? No, you know what's funny? No, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Yeah, go ahead. One of your daughters brings home Pete Davidson saying, Daddy, Daddy, I think he's the one. <laughs> and then that's the way he laid, he laid the move on her? You'd be like, come on, man. I know. Listen, I did that move, though. I did. I, when I first met my girlfriend, I was like, listen, you don't want any part of this. I am nothing but a disaster. I'm an emotional wreck. I'm a mess. I got problems. You don't want any part of me. And for about a year, that worked. And then about a year later, I was like, okay, I'm back to normal. Let's, let's start dating. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think there's something about this, okay. this, this honesty right. thing. Fair enough. All right. That is what uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Coming up next, what you need to know. We will be back in about four minutes. And this segment, of course, is brought to us by our friends at k Filtration. Back in four.